Welcome to the 104th episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford. Stay tuned for my interview with Ian Hamilton, the author of The Disciple of Las Vegas, an Ava Lee thriller novel. Stay tuned for the interview. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Ian Hamilton, the author of the Ava Lee series of thriller novels. The first book, Disciple of Las Vegas, published in the U.S., has just, has just been published and is available in bookstores now. Ian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Sure. Well, I wondered if you could read a page or two of The Disciple of Las Vegas. Sure. I'll, I'll read, in fact, I'll read the opening page or two, if you don't mind. Sure, that's great. When Ava Lee woke up, the first thing she felt was a sharp pain shooting through her neck and shoulder. She, she stretched, causing the pain to become more intense, and then slow, slowly relaxed her muscles. She knew from experience that the lashing she had endured wasn't going to cause any long-term damage. She turned her head to look at the bedside clock. It was only 6 a.m. She'd flown home to, to Toronto around midnight and had been in bed for less than five hours. She thought that two melatonin capsules and a glass of Pinot Grigio would see her through the night. But the pain and a mind that was still a jumble of emotions was gnawing at her. She lay quietly, hoping she could drift off again. After ten minutes, she gave up and pulled herself out of bed. She kneeled to say a short prayer of thanks to St. Jude for her safe return and then headed to the bathroom. Pulling off her black Giordano t-shirt, she turned so she could see her back in the mirror. The belt had hit her on the side of the neck and across her right shoulder, and then again on the same shoulder and partly down her back. The marks were deep black and blue, yellowed at the edges. They looked worse than they felt. In a few days, they would start to fade. Is that enough, Jeff? Yeah, that's, that sounds great. That sounds great. Well, if someone listening to this hasn't heard about Ava Lee or the Disciple of Las Vegas yet, how would you describe Ava in the novel? She is a Chinese-Canadian accountant who collects bad debts for a living. Um, she has a partner whose name is Uncle. He's an elderly Hong Konger. And he, as I said, he lives in Hong Kong. He, the, most of the clients are Asian. Uh, they've exhausted all of the normal uh, avenues for re- recovering money, and they turn to Uncle and Ava as a as total last resort. And uh, she's become very adept at finding money and recovering it. Great. And and what prompted you to sit down and write the Ava Lee series? Well, actually, uh, it sounds kind of silly, but it was actually illness. I I, um, I I was still I started I only started four years ago, Jeff, and. Um, um, I still was running a business. I, I had a business that was based out, out of Thailand and uh, selling into the UK market. And uh, in the summer of 2009, I, uh, they discovered I had an aneurysm and I ended up uh, in the hospital for some major surgery. And when I came home, I decided to uh, give up the business and, and uh, do what I've always wanted to do anyway, which is write books. So I, I sat down and, and uh, I didn't actually do any pre-plotting or planning. The name Ava Lee came to me almost out of nowhere, and, and, and a couple of sentences, and I started writing, and I haven't stopped. 
<laughs> so, so you mentioned that you had always wanted to write fiction. Had you tried your hand at it, or was it just a matter of life kind of, you know, taking over, so to speak? And and, and well, Jeff, it was a combination of things. This thing, my, my first career was as a journalist, so I so I had some writing background. I had a nonfiction book published when I was twenty-four. That was a history book, and actually, it actually won awards here in Canada. It was a Canadian book of the Monkluff main selection when it came out. It's called The Children's Crusade. Uh, but then I drifted off. Then I went into government. I was a diplomat for a few years, and then into business. And uh, and I kept writing. I mean, I kept writing as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote for some, I wrote for Boston Magazine. I wrote for McLean's and Saturday Night here in Canada. Uh, and I wrote I'd two, maybe two and a half novels, uh, but I wrote them strictly for my own uh, enjoyment, mm-hmm. or, or, or at least for the exercise. Because when I finished them, uh, I thought they were absolutely dreadful, <laughs> and, and, and showed them to no one. I, no one's ever seen them. They and, put away in a drawer, and they'll stay there. I hope. And, and were those thrillers too, or were those more mainstream novels? More mainstream novels. Yeah, more of the sort of, you know, the inward-looking, angst-driven stuff we all try to write as a first novel. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so you, you said that when you sat down after your your um, your health scare with the aneurysm and started working on a book and the name Ava Lee just came to you, had you thought about the composite for that type of character, or was it literally you just sat down and... And and started writing, and it and it kind of unfolded in your mind. Yeah, literally, I sat down and started writing, and it unfolded in my mind. <laughs> and and uh, but but I was I was guided by a couple of things. Uh, when I started writing, well, like I, one thing I, I dislike about any novel, whether crime or, or mainstream, is is when the author feels compelled to tell you absolutely everything about the main character in the first fifty pages. So they just load you with, with detail and backstory. And I did, I did not want to do that. So over the course, I've just actually, the fifth Ava Lee book has just been published here in Canada. And uh, uh, over the course of the books, her character keeps growing and expanding. And you find out more and more about her life and about uncle's life and about their relationship and other relationships. So that was the way that I, I tried to, to structure it. But, but she came to she came to me virtually fully formed though I must say, and 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 over the years when you were working in government and and then you know you had your business were you uh, were you reading crime fiction or thrillers at that point is that something that you enjoyed doing and loved it I mean I I love I love crime fiction and, and, and mysteries and, and uh, I read everyone I could get my hands on I, I would guess. Uh, <laughs> I was a big John Le Carre fan. Uh, Charles McCarry, who's your American equivalent of Le Carre, I thought was j- just as good. And he was actually, I lived in Boston for a few years, Jeff. And, and when I was there, I became friends with uh, George B. Higgins. Yes. And yes. It, was, it was George who recommended Charles, Charles McCarry to me, and I'm very grateful he did. So yeah, I was a George Higgins fan. Uh, Michael Dibden, uh, I, I, I adore the Parker novels, Richard Storch Parker novels. I think they're brilliant. And, but, but the whole genre, I, I really, I really enjoy. Sure, and and I just wanted to, I just wanted to clarify for listeners that that you had mentioned that there are five books um, that have been published in Canada. 
Um, here in the U.S., the first book um, published is The Disciple of Las Vegas, which is available now and was published yes, um, a, a few weeks ago. Um, so just wanted to clarify that. But um, and, and, and as you mentioned before we started the podcast, Picador will be publishing the, the other novels in the, in the series. Um, so they and, can and look I, for I was, those. I have to say, I, I was thrilled to sign with, with, with Picador. I just thrilled because I think they're such a great house. And uh, I was actually, I was rereading uh, some Norman Lewis uh, travel memoirs that Picador published. Uh, but the, I think the day before I found out Picador was, 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 was buying the books. I was, so I was thrilled. That's great. So you, you, you mentioned your, your early career as a journalist. Um, do you feel like that, that um, helped you at all when you sat down to start working on The Disciple of Las Vegas and the, the Ava Lee series? Yes, I, I did, because, I mean, the one thing, the journalism I was involved in was, was pretty basic. So, like, I was covering, you know, I, was, I started at the bottom. I was doing, you know, district court and service club meetings and all this kind of stuff. But, but, but I, I worked at a great training newspaper. So, from a structure viewpoint, it was, it was tremendous. Um, but uh, the other things that helped me was, you know, it, during, during my business life and government life, uh, I did an awful lot of international traveling. So um, I think I've been to China 20 times, mm-hmm. uh, and I've been in about 15 different provinces there, so I've been all over the country. But I, I've been, I think, over the years, I've been to somewhere between 60 and 70 countries. Uh, and when I was always a curious traveler, so I was always reading and, and trying to understand the, the cultures that I was working in. And in the books, I try to incorporate a lot of that. So the, uh, the books, there's a lot of traveling in the books. Even though she's Toronto-based, she's hardly ever in Toronto. Right. That's great. Well, well um, given your success with, with Ava Lee, what, what advice do you have for someone who's listening who may be an aspiring writer? Um, well, I'm 66 years old, Jeff. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sort of the poster boy for it's never too late, you know. And, and uh, the thing that, that I found was when I sat down to write the books, I was determined to at least finish the first one. I mean, I, I think too, too many of us get caught up in being self-critical, that we, we expect perfection of ourselves. And when we don't get there, we get discouraged and might quit. And, and I would just encourage everyone... You know, I sat down and all I wanted to do was tell a story. And I'll just, I'll finish the story and then I'll see how good it is. And that was sort of the objective. And if, I think if people took that approach to things, they'd find, find it a lot easier. And, and what was the path to publication like for you? Because it seems like, you know, it was pretty, uh, uh, you know, you had, a, you had a, a great experience with that. So what, what was it like to, to, to find an agent or, or a publisher once you well, had written I, I, you know, Jeff, I was so lucky. I mean, I can't <laughs> even begin to tell you how lucky I was because I think I did everything wrong. Uh, I mean, when you look at, and I've, I've obviously met and chatted with a lot of other writers now, and, and uh, uh, everything you're supposed to not do, I did. <laughs> and I started off showing the book to my wife, for example, and and, and uh, then when I decided that I might try to get it published, I tried to contact some publishers and found that none of them want anything to do with writers these days. They don't right. want to hear from you, talk to you. 
So I had to find an agent. And what I did, actually, I cold called three agents here in, in Canada. And um, I had like a 15-second spiel. <laughs> and one of them said, uh, one of the, well, the, the, well, the question always was, what's your book about, right? And, and I said, Chinese, Canadian, lesbian accountant who collects bad debts for a living. And, and uh, that, was, that was the spiel. And, and one of them said, oh, I'd like to read the book. I sent it to her. And uh, a month later, I had a meeting, and I walked into the meeting thinking that it would be one of those, you know, where they say, well, you've got to change this, do this, fix this, fix that. Instead, I walked in, they handed me a contract. And uh, six months later, we had a contract with, from a Canadian publisher for four books. And three months after that, I think we signed, you know, I think, at least six or seven different foreign countries. So wow. it went very quickly. That's, that's a great story. And we sold the movie rights. We sold the movie rights as well. So. Oh, that's wonderful. So, so, so what are you working on now? I just actually finished the seventh Avery novel. Um, and uh, I'm switching over to, and I've got the screenplay actually for the first one. I have to go over that this weekend. Um, and I'm going to do a non Avery novel uh, based in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and, and Curacao. It's a, it's, a, it's a mainstream fiction. It won't be a crime mystery. I think. Right, but, right. Uh, so, but I've got probably in my, rumbling around in my head another three or four Avery plots anyway. So hopefully we'll get up to ten. That's great. Well, um, where can people find you online? Do you have a website? Yes, uh, www.ianhamiltonbooks.com. Great. Well, and, well and again, we've been speaking. Go ahead. And, go and, ahead. Sorry, and there's an Avery Facebook page as well. So Jeff. Great, great. And, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes that people can take a look Thank at. Thank you. Um, well, again, we've been speaking with Ian Hamilton, author of the Ava Lee series of thriller novels. The Disciple of, of Las Vegas was just published. It's available in bookstores now, so you could uh, definitely check it out. Ian, thanks for doing the interview. Jeff, my real pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, sure. Thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.